Welcome back to the Black Roses podcast, and today I'm here with Killing Art. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. That's good to hear, good to hear. We've been going pretty back and forth over the course of just show in general, trying to get an episode. We finally have the time to actually do it now, and nothing better than now. Better late than never, so just diving straight into it. Your stage name being Killing Art. Is there any specific meaning you have behind that stage name? Um, it, it was uh, originally my YouTube name because I was trying to be a YouTuber before I made music. And I came up with the name while I was in art class. So I was just, mm-hmm. me and my friend were trying to come up with names. And I was like, how about killing art? And he was like, nah, bro, that sounds lame. And I was like, you know what? Because you said that, I'm going to use it. And it, and then it just kind of transferred over once I started making music. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's those little things that just build, you can build your brand around something as easy as that is almost just an idea in the middle of an art class. You can be like, oh, wow, that's going to define what I do for my occupation and probably for the rest of my life. And it's crazy. So... Not only just that, but you're close to 900 followers on SoundCloud, and you'll probably hit around 1K not too long from now. Are you somebody that finds yourself looking at your statistics and numbers more than you'd like to? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Um, it, it's hard not to, you know, because <laughs> once you start getting like a certain amount of listens on each song or monthly or whatever it might be, it's like you just really want to keep hitting those same numbers or even go past them. So it's like hard not to look at it. Exactly. And it's, it's those milestones that really help you kind of set goals that are attainable through music because you're not going to just make, I mean, you might, but some people are going to pick something that's actually attainable through your goals and just through what you've done so far within the last year you've probably doubled your plays probably this year if i'm not wrong uh i have actually like quadrupled them (laughs) yeah like that's insane four months ago you dropped the song with not home who's a very good friend of mine it's almost on 80k almost 2000 likes when you get a reaction from a song like that do you find yourself making more similar types of songs or do you like to experiment more Uh, i'd say it's a little bit of both when that song blew up i definitely first thought that came to mind was i gotta make more songs like this because this is what's working for me right now but uh at the same time i i I love experimenting so much i just want to try new stuff all the time so it's like i try to stay with like those kind of sad boy songs but I, like recently, I started messing around with pop punk and everything. It's like I just I, I want to continue to try everything. Yeah, exactly. You recently released a song with Screwed, which was, in my opinion, was one of my favorite songs during the entire summer. I'd say I threw that immediately into my summer playlist. Um, and obviously, now that it's autumn, it's just a new season for you to make bangers. Honestly, and throughout the genres that you kind of dip into what would you say your favorite you've kind of experimented with so far would be i would definitely have to say it's the pop punk one that i'm messing with now because it's like 
before I tried pop punk and I just could not get it to sound right. But then now all of a sudden it's like it's coming out and I feel like I was like made for this genre. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what it's, it's such a good thing about being an artist is you can experiment with whatever you want. It's your music. It's not other people's music. You don't have to listen to people's criticism. It's great to actually, I think it's good to listen to criticism in general, but a lot of people take it wrong. When it comes to criticism, are you somebody that takes it like personally or you kind of accept it or try to make your music better? I would definitely say I try to make my music better. Because uh, it's like if anybody notices anything about my songs and they say it to me, whether they're saying it nicely or anything, I just I instantly take it to heart. And I'm like, dang, whatever they're mm -hmm. talking about makes that one part of the song trash. So it's like I, I'll every time I make a song, that one time where somebody said something to me is going to be running through my head. And I'm just like, I don't do that again or make it better. Yeah. And I've made a career out of consistently being a super hard critic and just throughout the last couple of months from you i've noticed that your mix has gotten better you've s seemed a lot more comfortable recording it seems like your voice is a lot more you're calmer and that's just a part of the process that not enough people take the time to focus on and it's super important because if you're uncomfortable recording a specific song or whatever and you end up releasing it over time you're not gonna like it and you're gonna look back on it months later through your improvement and you're gonna be like oh i want to delete this and oh, for sure. yeah and it's just little things that show you how much you've improved over the last couple of months and last year You've progressed so much throughout music in general, and I'm insanely proud of you. Hey, thank you. Mm -hmm. And when it can't, when it comes to producing, do you think that you could see yourself sitting down and becoming uh, an artist and a full-on producer also in the future? Oh yeah, for definitely. I mean, it's like i'm first i want to feel like the mix on my music is like golden like there's like absolutely nothing wrong with it and then i will immerse myself into trying to produce yeah definitely and it's so I, hard to find beats nowadays you know it is it's like we were talking about nothing that works exactly it's like back in 27 to 2018 you know it's like so easy you could find a beat and just hop on it and go with it but now it's like every single producer is using the same loops the same everything and it's it's hard to find something different definitely and there's those producers that like to work with a lot of people and they send out loops or whatever and you end up hearing the same loop over and over again on specific beats and it's really annoying and it, like you said it's hard to find beats nowadays and i 100 percent agree with you and when it comes to collabs, if you were to be able to collab with one person, dead or alive, who would it be? Uh, Black Bear. I'd say it's Black Bear. Mm -hmm. I've, I've been listening to him since like middle school, and it's like I don't know. I just I've always loved his music, and then uh, uh, one of my exes, it's like we got into his music like a lot together, and then it's just like I've I've followed through with him since. And he followed me on Twitter like a year ago and he still follows me. And it's just like, 
one day I keep telling myself that is the man I want to get a song with. Definitely, that would be sick. And we we've, we've talked about this before, but in the close future, do you see yourself making a a full on album, like a full length album, kind of like you did just to fuck up a bit over a year ago? Do you think you could see yourself doing something like that again, but bigger? Um, maybe. I mean, it's like in this kind of community, it's like releasing albums isn't really the best idea, you know? Mm -hmm. If I have like a following kind of like Skelly or anybody in that kind of field, if I had a following like that, I would definitely feel more comfortable dropping like a full length album. But it's like, as I am right now, it's like the singles are what's working for me. So that's what I'm going to stick with. People like me, Salem Avenue, and many other people that I know throughout the scene, when it comes to releasing albums, we release them a song at a time. And that's, like you mentioned before, it's a lot easier to do things like that in the current scene that we're in. And if you're a bigger artist, like your example of Skelly, it, it may be easier to release albums more like quarterly and it'd be normal. But just how it is nowadays, it's hard for somebody to sit down and listen to a full length album. Exactly. Like it doesn't necessarily matter how good you are. It's just people who are listening to underground people or even your fellow artists, they want to hear you for like two, four or five minutes. But after that, they just want to keep going about their day. 100%. And there's constantly new people entering the scene every single day. And it's a really hard thing to kind of follow through with because of the criticism and just the hate and the amount of conflicts there are throughout the scene. What advice do you have for somebody that would be almost starting music off in 2021? Um, for my first biggest piece of advice is don't like pay anybody for anything, you know, like focus on your mix. That is like the most important part, you know, because as your mix gets better, you're going to start singing better and figuring out what works. But it's like if you start out music and you immediately start paying all this money submitting it to channels or trying to get big features on it or anything like that you're just wasting mm -hmm. your money because you're not even like close to your what your potential could be so you're just wasting money at that point put it all back into your music instead of doing stuff like that 100 percent. do you if you weren't making music what do you think you'd be doing with your life that's a tough one it's i, I feel like i wouldn't be doing anything because uh when I, my computer got fried and I wasn't making music for like six plus months, I was just literally drugged out, you know, drunk all the time, partying all the time. I was wasting my life away. It's like music and then also now my family. It's, it's what's kept me grounded. So it's like, I feel like without music, I would just be another waste away. And a lot of people that I interview have said, oh, along the lines of the same thing where they're just they'd lose what they love about life and you mentioned family that's a big thing obviously just your social life is super important too but without music it would be harder to enjoy those things because music is such a big part of your life 
that without it you couldn't imagine what life would be like without it exactly it's like i've i've always loved music so much it's always like touched my soul i guess you could say if i'm sad that's what i'm listening to if i'm mad you know anything it's like there's there's a music mood mood for anything and it just it helps in a lot of ways 100% yes and out of everything you've done in music so far what would you say your biggest accomplishment is um I mean, this was a long time ago, but I got a Palfu feature. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now we see his face on billboards and he's signed to a huge record company. And it's like, I'd say that's my biggest accomplishment. Because even at the time, I still felt like it was crazy. But now yeah. I look back on it and I'm like, look at where this dude's at. And I still got his feature sitting here in my folder. <laughs> yeah. And it's those small things. That's something that's so incredible about being in the scene that we're in we've seen so many people grow to crazy levels just from just our scene in general from a lot of the public eye the type of people we are we're viewed as outcasts we're sometimes viewed as emo loners and it's it's a really bad label to be kind of looked we're way over we have a very bad reputation for a reason I don't understand is what I'm trying to say it, and to see people like that blow up from the scene that we're in is crazy exactly it's like giving it a new name I embrace the name like emo and stuff you know back in the day if I was getting called emo in high school I'd be like no I'm not but it's like nowadays I just embrace it because I'm like yeah I mean that's who I am I'm not that emo kid that's like doing all these horrible things to themselves and blah, blah, blah. But I definitely have my emo hair, my all black clothes, my emo music, you know. I feel like it's it's not a bad thing. It's just it got turned into a bad thing. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was getting at. And in general, out of every song that you've released so far, what would you say your favorite is? Um, I have this one song called Just Some Dumb Kids and uh, it, I feel like it's my most underrated song and it was like my favorite song that I made and it still is you know I like I have other ones that are right next to it runner-ups but it's like it it didn't do as good as I thought it would but it was like I don't, I've never made another song like it I've never had my vocals sound like that before it's so boppy and it's got like a young spoiler you know hard 808s and it's just it was a crazy song, and I feel like it should have did so much better. Mm -hmm. And I feel like your favorite songs always do the worst. And I've heard that from so many other people. And that's like a saying I've heard. But in my case, I feel like all my favorite songs have either done pretty well or like decent. So I, I'm with you on the fact that your favorite song isn't necessarily the song that does the best. Yeah, for sure. It's because it's like, uh, it's like you're saying exactly. It's like so many songs that I feel like are amazing, my best work that I've done in a while. They they don't do as good as I think they will. But it's some of the songs that I don't really care about. I'm like, you know, I'm going to post this. You know, I kind of like it. I just want to get something out. Those just like take off. And I'm just like, what? Yeah, 100%. And when it comes to organization, would you say that you're a pretty organized person in general? 
when it comes to recording time, keeping your files intact, or regardless? Oh, for sure. I definitely wasn't like a year ago, but it was like starting since the beginning of this year. It's like I told myself I was going to get on a music schedule. I was, I'm going to have a when, when I'm going to release. And then I'm going to plan out all my songs, plan out the cover art, because I started drawing all of my own cover art recently. And then it's just like all that. It's like I finally like got myself all pulled together. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And it's been awesome talking to you. And I really respect the way you view things throughout music. You, you take it in, you actually think about it, and you don't overthink it either. And it was great having you on the show. And I thank you for coming on. I appreciate you for bringing me on. I've been wanting to do this forever.